From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, I, I been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. Well, it's uh, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. No, I, I'm kidding, but uh, it, look, it's 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 Christmas. It's it's your birthday. It's I, I don't know, man. It's high school football. It's college football. It's NFL football. It's the World Series. Could you want anything more? As a sports fan, I can't imagine. Good morning. Welcome into game time. This is uh, your first word in sports here on a Friday morning. I'm Tom. He's Ryan. Ward is playing hooky today. Stephanie is playing hooky today. What's going on? Stephanie from Stephanie sends a text and says, I'm sick. Sick of what? Well, no, here's the thing. You're not sick on a Tuesday. You happen to be sick on a Friday. Mm. And Ward, I need to take the day off. He he doesn't need Wednesday off. He needs Friday off. Oh, by the way, Temple's on an open date, and UMHB's on an open date. Peculiar. So, oh, peculiar. Yeah. <laughs> How about that? How about that? But uh, we're here. We're ready to charge through. Ryan, good morning. How are you? Doing well. How are did, you? Did you get much sleep? Uh, I ended up. I didn't go to Whitney. I ended up getting a hotel room, so I got an extra hour of sleep. You stayed in Waco? Yeah. How about that? Yeah. It's probably a wise decision. Yeah. Because you just... I, yeah. I would have fallen asleep behind the wheel if I kept going to Whitney, so I think I made the right So you choice. were tired last night going home? Yes. Ah. Uh, okay. Well, very good. That's probably a, a very wise decision. Mm. So you, you stayed in Waco? I did. How about that? All right. So you were in Pflugerville last night? Correct. Hang on a second. Hang on. Hang on. Yeah. University just scored again. <laughs> what in the world? Last oh. night, a, a game uh, that you you did the play-by-play on, on our sister station, 104.9 Star FM, they scored 78? 78 points scored by the Trojans. And the 41 th- at the half? Four, it was 41-7 at half. Second half, the Trojans pissed a shutout. And it's not like they were trying to run the score up. They are just doing simple runs up the middle, read options, stuff like that, and they just – they're just still able to get in the open field and score. Okay, so I'm a little confused, which is nothing unusual. Uh, how do, how does Elgin factor? I mean, I, I thought next Friday night, a week from tonight, that University would play Belton for the outright district championship. Mm-hmm. I think Elgin figures factors into that somehow yeah. too. How how okay, is that? So have you have you studied the district standings? So I believe if Elgin wins next week and university wins then there would be like a share of the district championship but if rouse defeats elgin next week and university defeats belton then university gets the, only their second outright district championship in its school history so you are a rouse fan next week yes and and then you're pulling and obviously you got the u dogs have got to go win yes so i i know that what 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 has been the big turnaround in your opinion even early in the year they were competitive but they weren't closing deals and they weren't finishing drives and, and, and things of that nature and 
they were, well, they were just either just barely winning or just barely losing. I think, and, and now it's you know they're they're rolling. Yeah, I think it's just the mindset that Coach Laster has instilled in his kids. And you know we've talked out talked about it before. You know, past university teams when they face adversity like that probably would fall and be like, oh, here we go again. But not this team, Tom. You know they. They're very good about responding. They are. If there's one word that describes this university team, it is resilient, resiliency. And it, they've they've shown it all year. Even when they were they started off the season one and three, and look, they picked it up. Turnaround district play. They've won four out of the last five, and they got a chance to battle for the district championship next week. How about that? I mean, I mean, you stop and think about that. It has. And again, we've talked about it. Our four A through one A, put it up against anybody. Yep, but our bigger schools—it just so happens right now—or have been, have been struggling a little bit with Midway and with Waco and, and with University. But boy, University's carrying the torch now. Uh, at what are they five and four? They are five and four. It's their first first time they've had a winning record since 2019 as well, when they started off two and zero that year. But this is their first winning record since then. Wow, how about that? And, and so they got Belton, who was. Who's the front runner? I mean, let's just be honest. Belton is the front runner in that district. They, uh, Absolutely. They I have, think from the very beginning that everybody kind of looked at Belton and kind of circled Belton and said, that's the team you got to go chase. They have not lost a district game, and none of their district games have been particularly close either. Yeah. I, you know, the, ironically, I think the closest game probably would have been Pflugerville Conley. Yeah. They, I mean, the Conley kind of raised up and played a little bit with them. Mm-hmm. Not for long, but I mean, no. they did for a couple of quarters, and uh, – so did you did you see? I mean, I, I realize Pflugerville Conley has not had the season that they would like, mm-hmm. but did you see seventy eight coming in that game against? No, absolutely not. Did I'll, you see a forty one halftime lead? I no. mean, forty one or whatever it was. Was it seven at the half? Yeah, forty one seven at half. Yes, I, I, t- I, I, I thought University was gonna you know get get a pretty comfortable lead, but forty one points in the first half, they're just. It's what they've been doing since district play started. None of these running backs, receivers, they will not go down at first contact. And just Connolly had was just struggling trying to bring down the receivers because there was a size disadvantage as well when you're Connolly. And but they had the speed and they they flew to the football. They were really aggressive defensively. They just couldn't finish tackles on the Trojans, and that's what helped University just build that lead. And they had on in the first half they had. Th- University had three scoring drives where it only took one play to score. Wow. <laughs> That's not a drive. Yeah. <laughs> That's a play <laughs> and, and a score. Yeah. So, well, so now they're five and four, and uh, they just, they, they'll they take tonight off and kind of hang out. I'm sure coaches will go watch Belton, mm-hmm. uh, get ready for the uh, Belton Tigers, and that'll be next Friday night. Are you, are you back at, yeah, you're at home, well, right? Yeah, next week's game will be at Waco ISD Stadium next Friday night. How about that? Hosting a a chance, they're hosting a game in which if they win, that they're going to be um, they're going to be district champions. That's simple. If you don't have a team, you don't have a dog in the fight, and you're just looking for a great game to go to, go see this university team play. Man, they've been really exciting as of late. They're playing their best football right now. Four out of the last five, they've won, mm-hmm. and they're battling for probably at least at the very least a share of the district championship next week. Yeah, and I know there's a lot of worthy candidates but I gotta I gotta think that coach Lasseter's got to be in a coach of the year discussion here oh, in no Central doubt. Texas I mean they, his first year here they go 0 and 10 uh-huh. giving up 53 points per game defensively then turns around year two just one year later he's got him for a chance to win a district championship with a re- winning record 
four and one in district play. Just unbelievable job by coach last year. And and, and they're playing people that they've played before. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the thing about it. Uh, Midway, Waco, and University back in districts where there's some familiarity. And I just think going south is a lot better than going north for for these teams. And, and I like it. So uh, it should be fun next Friday night. Uh, tonight now there's uh, there's there's some very interesting games going on in Central Texas. Speaking of Pflugerville, uh, Shane Anderson is going to take the Panthers of Midway down to Pflugerville to take on Weiss, mm-hmm. and there's still playoff implications there for yep. for Midway. They got to win. I mean, they they they're open next week. Midway drew that short straw where Week Ten is their open date. So if if they don't win tonight, then then it's a it's a done deal. But if they win tonight, they're right in in that conversation for a playoff spot. So that uh, that's an important game for those guys. So. Uh, keep that in mind. Uh, let's see. What else do we have uh, with playoff implications? Oh, uh, how about Conley going over to Madisonville? That's for the district championship as well. That will be for the championship. No question about it. Uh, that's a 7 o'clock kickoff over in Madisonville. Uh, Gatesville is going to be uh, taking on Robinson uh, here in Waco tonight over at Rocket Field. And, uh, I, you know, I think if I looked at that correctly that uh, – uh, that's probably for Robinson. If they can get a win, mm-hmm. they could get a spot in the playoffs. Yes, if they do win, they'll get that fourth playoff spot. But so, it'll be a tough task. But you know, Coach Ludlow is going to have his team ready to go. I'm sure. So that, that that's uh, that's an important football game. I, I still love Cameron Yo at Franklin. I think this uh, will be a lot more competitive than some think. Uh, I'm not going to bet against Franklin right now. Why would you? Yeah. They're the you know they're defending state champions and they're winning that district right now. So, uh, yeah, but I still, you know, I still think that this, you know, Coach Rhodes has got him playing well over in Cameron right now. Uh, let's see, as far as other Central Texas games, I'm just zipping through some of our, our schedules, and I know that uh, some of these games have playoff implications. You know, Mart is undefeated. Dawson is undefeated. I don't think that Dawson has enough weapons to to push Mart around again. That's another one that I would never pick against him mm-hmm. <laughs> until proven otherwise. But uh, again, it is you know it's week ten and both of these teams are undefeated. So uh, that's that should be that should be some fun there. Uh, can you think of any others? I'm just kind of going through and seeing if there's any rivalry games or or other games. If you got one, where are you going tonight? Let us know on the CNC Collision Center text line. I want to know what game you're going to. 254-662-1660. 254-662-1660. What high school game are you going to? And make sure and take your rain gear. Yes. Have you seen the forecast? Oh, it's going to be pouring all day long. That's what it looks like. Love Into it. the evening. Uh, I was just, you know, and everybody's got the, a little different uh, look at it right now. Uh, they're saying rain starting in the uh, in our eight o'clock hour this morning. Ninety percent chance of rain at nine a.m. A one hundred percent chance of rain at ten, eleven, and twelve. Fifty uh, percent chance at two. Seventy percent chance at three. Eighty percent chance at four. A ninety percent chance at five. But one hundred percent chance at six and seven. And, oh, boy, I tell you what, we get some clearing. It's a 90% chance of rain at 8 <laughs> o'clock, 70 at 9 o'clock, uh, 60 at 10 o'clock. So, yeah. It'll be a little wet outside. You get the picture. Uh, there's rain in the forecast. So, And I don't know that it's going to pour the entire – but anyway, uh, make sure that you have your rain gear and 
get on out there and go go check out some high school football. But yeah, we'd like to know what game you might be headed to tonight. Uh, and just let us know on the uh, CNC Collision Center text line at 254-662-1660. 254-662-1660. All right, uh, 712. I know you didn't get to see it, and I and I'll be honest, I didn't watch much of it. But the Ravens literally came from behind, by the way, mm-hmm. to beat Tampa Bay 27-22 last night. Buccaneers uh, right now are 3-5. Uh, and five. And I believe I saw a stat that in Tom Brady's 22-year career, he has never been 3-5. and five. That is unbelievable. But wow. Go back. <laughs> I mean, it just... You know, and I saw, I heard on ESPN uh, this morning, driving in, about one of the guys, one of the NFL, you know, talking heads, gurus, says they've got to quit running the football. They're not good enough to run the football, but yet they keep running the football. And and again, I'll be honest, I didn't watch the game last night, but I will give you a couple of numbers. Leonard Fournette. Carried the ball nine times for 24 yards. Mm. Is that running the football? Nine opportunities in four quarters? A little over two uh, two carries in a quarter? Yeah. When your quarterback is – the quarterback threw it 44 times. Yeah. Brady threw it 44 times. Fournette ran it nine times. Shut up. They're not running the football. They're throwing the football. Yeah. That's uh He threw for 325 yards last night. A touchdown and no picks. Where do you get that Tampa Bay is trying to force the run with nine carries from Fournette? No, I mean your feature back. Yeah, that's uh I'm not sure what they were talking about there, but I mean yeah, like you said that's just just over 2 carries per quarter. Right. Which isn't very much at all, especially in this league. But yeah, I mean, still, I mean, it's not a great yards per carry. So, but it seems like Tampa Bay, just based on those numbers, they abandoned the run game actually pretty quickly. If they is they were only getting under three yards a pop, doesn't sound like they can run the football. Yeah, you know, uh, I'm trying to remember all the way back to opening day when they beat the Cowboys. You know, they <laughs> now, boy, doesn't that loss look really, really bad? Yeah, after where this team is, they've lost three in a row. Tampa has lost three in a row. Uh, so, uh, Lamar Jackson, by the way, was 27 of 38 for 238, two touchdowns. And their running game was, was solid. Uh, Edwards had 11 carries, 65 yards. So, uh, that's, that's good numbers, but, uh, 11 carries. It wasn't like they set the woods on fire running the football either. 11 opportunities for Edwards. They're, you know, they're running back, but Fournette, nine carries, 24 yards, two carries a quarter. <laughs> Where do you get the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? continue to want to run the football and they don't run it successfully, quit running the ball. That's That was the quote this morning. I, and I kind of summarized it by one of the NFL talking heads. And I'm like, hang on a second. Let's look at those numbers. And you look at the numbers and Brady's thrown it 44 times and they ran it nine. Yeah. that I, don't, I wouldn't much call that forcing the run uh, in their football game. But they are now three and five. And for the first time ever, Tom Brady is three and five and, that's you're right in a 22 year career you would have thought at some point they would have been it would have been a little bumpy but not until this year <laughs> three and do you and, and I'm serious when I say this 
Do you think he he would have he would he wishes now he would have stayed retired? I think. Well, if I don't think so, I think yeah. he loves to compete. But mm-hmm. man, uh, he's got to have some questions in his mind. I would think so regarding his decision. I think so. I I know I would be. That's for sure. This is not a very good football team. No. Yet they beat the Cowboys on opening day. How about that? Mm. All right, we're off and running at 7.16 this morning, 16 minutes after 7. Uh, World Series is coming up, Astros and the Philadelphia Phillies. We'll talk about that coming up here in just a couple of minutes and uh, get some thoughts on that. Also, football-wise, Baylor and Texas Tech on Saturday night. Ricky Thompson is going to join us to talk about that. More high school football conversation coming up at the top of the hour with Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. And we'll talk about the Cowboys and the Bears and, and the NFL in general when we uh, when we bring in Kyle Yeomans from the Dallas Cowboy broadcast team. That'll be coming up around 8.30 this morning. So a packed show despite the fact that Ward has snuck off this morning and has taken the day off. And no Stephanie. So uh, we're, we're not going to learn about yo-yos or anything like that. I mean, it, it, by the way, that right-handed yo-yo is still in the control room here. Seven uh, seventeen. <laughs> this is game time. We're presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. Alan Samuels, your friend in the car business. The Baylor Coaches Show. This Wednesday from 7 to 8 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Join us Wednesday, not live from Rudy's, but here on ESPN Central Texas. And hear from women's basketball coach Nikki Collin and head football coach Dave Aranda. Tune in to the Baylor Coaches Show Wednesdays at 7 this fall. Here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff Hunter Toyota. We offer a full selection of new and pre-owned vehicles. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Deucen Forklifts because they get the job done too. Deucen builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. Football is back in full swing. And Specs is here to get you geared up for game day. Shop lower prices on all your favorites and expand your lineup with a huge selection of world-class wines, spirits, beers, and gourmet foods. Spex has been fueling Texas tailgates since 1962 as the one-stop shop for gridiron greatness. When it comes to fantastic football feasts, it's down set Specs. The fun starts here. There are several big games this week in college football, including Oklahoma State at Kansas State, Ohio State versus Penn State, Baylor versus Texas Tech, Kentucky versus Tennessee, Michigan State versus Michigan. Raise the bar on your next tailgate with Specs Wine Spirits and Finer Foods. The fun starts here.
Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwood-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. And MLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving originally inspired Texas-style craft drinks, offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. Game Time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service in Robinson. Good feet in the Central Texas Marketplace and Texas Truck Love of Waco. It is 721. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ryan, we're glad you're with us here on a Friday morning. You know what today is, don't you? Game day. It's uh, It certainly is. It's game day for a lot of teams here in the area. And it is starting to precipitate at the studios. It's that big word. It's one of those big words. See, I've been around Johnny Tucson way too long. I mean, he uses those words. That he, are, he, has a, <clears throat> he has an extended vocabulary. Where, where, you know, can I buy a vowel? You know, it's one of those <laughs> yeah. deals. So, yeah, and he'll be with me tonight. Uh, Coach Tucson and I will be together. We'll call the game tonight. Uh, we'll have Waco and Cleburne. Right here on ESPN Central Texas, 7 o'clock kick, 6.30 pregame. And then after the game, the Friday night high school football scoreboard show. So we'll have that for you coming up tonight right here on ESPN Central Texas. Down the hall. No, that will be the only game in the building tonight. The only? Wow. How about that? That's a rarity in this building. Very rare. We have games up and down our family radio station. We've got seven radio stations. Six English, one Spanish-speaking radio station. And we have had days where just about every one of them had games on them, uh, including our Spanish-speaking station, because that's the station that you can hear Baylor soccer on. Uh, that. You know, during soccer season. Uh, we, we, we broadcast the games in, in Spanish, our soccer games in Spanish over there. So that's, that's pretty cool. But uh, one high school football game tonight, and that's Waco and Cleburne right here on ESPN Central Texas. So we'll um, – 
strange with Temple off and University having played last night. So, anyway, uh, let's see. What do we got? Uh, tonight, tonight, the World Series. I think it's the 118th renewal of the World Series. Love it. I'm going to have my eyes on this one. Uh, yeah. I think this will be fun. So, who do you like in the series and why? I think well, I think the easy answer is the Astros. They've been absolutely dominant, what, seven and zero in the postseason, and just swept every opponent they've had. And will they sweep Philadelphia? No, I don't think they sweep Philadelphia. My my prediction, I think, although the Astros pitching is really really dominant, I think the Phillies offense is just as hot, you know, and they've been playing very well lately. I think my prediction, I'm going to go Astros in six in this series. Ah, Houston wins. Yes, I just don't know if they, if they, if they bury the Phillies. Phillies are what nine and two in postseason. Yes, so it's they've been very, very good. Mm-hmm. But Houston's just been dominant. What they win one hundred and six games in the regular season, something mm-hmm. like that, and then seven and zero in postseason. Unbelievable. Well, they hit just enough, but they pitch. And what's the old adage? I'll take good pitching over good hitting any day. Any day. Any. Listen to this. In postseason play, Houston has used eight pitchers out of the bullpen. Those pitchers have combined to throw thirty-three innings in relief over that seven and zero run. They've allowed a total of three runs. Oh. And all three were solo home runs. Wow. That's it. That's it. All solo home runs. They have struck out 43 playoff opponents. This is the pin. That's not Verlander and the starters. This is the pin. And opponents are hitting a minuscule 127 off of the bullpen. Can you, can you, ask, can you ask for much more? Are you now, bullpen? I, no I don't way. know who sits around and, and gets these stats, but I found this stat interesting. And I know baseball is a game of numbers, and you can find numbers to tell you anything. But how about this? In those seven games, there have been 240 uh, swings. Someone sat there counted the swings off of the bullpen. So hitters have tried to hit the ball 240 times. They've actually swung. Not called strikes or, or pitches out of the zone, but 240 swings. 88 swing and misses out of 240. 36%. Unbelievable. Is that, I mean, these are professional hitters and they're missing thirty six percent of the time. Not not I'm not talking about getting hits. I'm not I'm talking about making contact, foul ball, anything. Swing and miss. Uh and if they continue to pitch at that at, at that at that level, with the starting pitching they got, I gotta believe our guy at the top of the order is gonna get it going. Mm-hmm. He he's just been bad. And they still are seven and zero. Altuve at the top of the order has got what one hit? I think so. And it was like an infield hit or something, a dribbler, eighty-seven hopper or something. One hit in all of his plate appearances in postseason as the table setter at the top of the order for the middle, and they're still seven and zero. Unreal. I, I'm trying to decide if if the Astros win in four. Or five. Well, if they went in four and sweep the series and sweep the entire postseason, they'd only be what? Only the second team to do so behind the big red machine? Yeah. Wow. Um, and I, I, don't put it past them. No. I think, you know, I think they're that good. And okay. I and look, 
isn't Philadelphia on borrowed money? I mean, they were the number six, six seed in this thing. They they barely got in. They fired their manager in the middle of the year. They won 87 games, got hot at the end, and, and have made a run. Yeah, and the big reason for that is Bryce Harper. He has been absolutely electric yep. in the postseason. Yep. yep. How about that, the two-run homer the other night? <laughs> and that just the crowd reaction. Turn that game on its ear. Yep. And put them in the and put them into the next round. It was a I mean, great was, series. You want now, no matter whatever happens, he's going to have that one. I mean that that doesn't happen. That's stuff little kids dream about, and he got to live it out. You know, late inning heroics, two run homer. There's the pitch, fly ball. You know, the whole nine yards, and turns that game around and and puts him in the World Series. Pretty good stuff, but. Uh, again, I'll take good pitching over good hitting and I'll take the Astros. You know what? I'm going to take the Astros in five. That's fair. But I think I, I look, who knows? This thing may go set, but right now I, I just, who can, who can beat them? Who's better than Houston right now? Are is Philadelphia better than Houston? No, no, no. Now they may win it, but they're not better than Houston. Make no mistake about that. They're just not. So. Uh, it, it'd be fun to watch. It'll be fun to watch. I was looking yesterday, <laughs> and I kind of got kind of got tickled because of the timing of stuff. Uh, we're trying to wrap up the 22 baseball season, and the Big 12 Conference has announced the 23 baseball schedule. <laughs> so I thought, well, that's interesting. Uh, we're we're putting a bow on the 22 uh, Major League Baseball season, and we're finding out where Baylor's going to be in 2023 conference play only. Uh, and the Bears will open at home at Baylor Ballpark against Kansas State, and they'll wrap. And that will be uh, March the 17th through the 19th. And Baylor will wrap it up uh, May the 12th through the 14th, hosting no on the road in Fort Worth at TCU before headed to the uh, Phillips 66 Big 12 Championships at Globe Life uh, in in May, May 24th through the 28th. So Mitch Thompson's first conference series as the head coach, will be hosting a team from his home state, uh, Kansas State at Baylor. And uh, then uh, he'll wrap it up uh, going uh, going to Fort Worth to take on TCU before the, uh, before the Bears head to Globe Life to, uh, to take on the um, – you know, to play in the Big 12 championship. So, but I did. I found that uh, interesting that we're putting the finishing bow on the World Series and, and getting the, the 22 season concluded. And – we're, uh, we're learning about the 23 spring baseball season coming up. And uh, we'll let you know when uh, when Baylor releases the uh, the entire schedule, the, their non-conference schedule and all that good stuff. All right, uh, 729. Uh, we are going to uh, talk a little bit about Baylor and Texas Tech. Bears head to uh, to Lubbock tomorrow to take on the Red Raiders. Big game, huge game. Uh, we got Ricky Thompson coming up in a few minutes, but uh, we'll, we'll dive into it next right here on ESPN Central Texas. What do you say we get uh, a word on the Cowboys? We bring in Christy Scales, the uh, Cowboy sideline reporter. She's got today's Cowboy report, and the Cowboy report is, as always, presented by Richard Carr, Buick, GMC, Cadillac, richardcarr.com. Check them out today. Everyone, with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Dak talks about going Sunday against a Bears team led by former Cowboy assistant coach Matt Eberflus. You'll hear from the franchise QB after this. 
Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savanna. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now, Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is, Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services. The Cowboys host the Chicago Bears Sunday and their first-year head coach, Matt Eberflus, who spent seven seasons in Dallas coaching linebackers. Dak Prescott used to have to go against Eberflus in practice every day. And he says that, yes, NFL teams do take on the identity of their new head coach. And with the Bears, it's already showing up in game film. You see on film all the guys that they're getting around the ball. And I just remember in the time that he was here, that's something that he took a lot of pride in. You turn on the Bears film and you can see that he's, he's implicated that in that defense. And so it's important for us to be around the ball, make sure we're keeping a body on a body, playing hard to the end of the whistle. Deck probably won't have Zeke Elliott or receiver Noah Brown available to play. Both continue to miss practice due to injury. Bears-Cowboys kickoff is Sunday at noon central. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House is one of Waco's longest, continuous, family-owned barbecue restaurants. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's has been offering delicious ribs, made-from-scratch sides, the famous Texas tater, and prime beef brisket. Convenient drive through windows and sit-down dining allow customers to be served in whichever way they desire. Uncle Dan's is proud to serve Central Texas Monday through Saturday with locations in Waco and Hewitt. Come visit the loyal staff at Uncle Dan's today and experience their rich history and family recipes. Baylor Football on ESPN Central Texas. CNO Fencing Company, located in Clifton, can take care of all of your farm and ranch fencing needs. This family-owned and operated business is committed to quality workmanship and friendly service. They can do it all. Pipe fencing, high fence, work pens, net wire, barbed wire, and more. Serving Bosque County and the surrounding counties. Call today for a free estimate, 254-722-3353. That's 254-722-3353. Or check them out at cofencingtx.com. Lockridge Priest has been providing HVAC, plumbing, and electrical services for over 50 years. Serving all of Central Texas for your residential and commercial needs. This family-owned and operated company has skilled and knowledgeable technicians to help you with all your heating, AC, plumbing, and electrical needs. For information or to schedule your service, call Lockridge Priest at 254-772-0670. That's 254-772-0670 or LockridgePriest.com. Lockridge Priest proudly supports Waco ISD. ESPN Radio Sports Center. 
I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The University Trojans scored four first-quarter touchdowns on their way to a 78-7 win over Pflugerville Conley. Tonight in high school football, Arena hosts Troy. Conley goes to Madisonville and Waco High hosts Cleburne. You can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Week 8 of the NFL season got underway last night with the Ravens beating the Buccaneers 27-22. Baylor will be in Lubbock tomorrow night to clash with Texas Tech. Also in the Big 12 tomorrow, TCU is at West Virginia. Iowa State hosts Oklahoma, and Oklahoma State visits Kansas State. The World Series gets underway tonight in Houston. Justin Verlander will be on the mound for the Astros against the Phillies' Aaron Nola. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. All right, 736, game time. Your first word in sports here on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship for Baylor football, the Bears and the Red Raiders coming up tomorrow night. Our uh, pregame programming begins at 430, uh, and then the uh, the kickoff and the play-by-play with John, J.J., and Ricky coming up at 630 right here on ESPN Central Texas. Look forward to that. Uh, Ryan, how do you see this one? I mean, uh, what, what are some of the keys for you in this football game? I think with – so we talked about earlier this week about Texas Tech and that huge tempo. They want to run very quickly. They want to run. We heard Coach McGuire say he wants to run over 100 plays. Right. So you, the thing for Baylor defensively is to slow down the that fast tempo, keep keep them out of the speed that they want to go. And on the offensive side of the ball, I think establish the run game early. Keep and keep uh, – uh, Texas Tech's offense off the field. That's the keys for me. I, I agree. And you know what? If 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 the Red Raiders substitute offensively, substitute and take your time. Have you noticed how that is unfolding in, in football nowadays? You know, they, they hold you up. A offense can go as fast as they want as long as it's the 11 players from the previous play. But if they substitute, the defense then has an opportunity to substitute. Take your time in that substitution process. We're seeing guys almost walk out onto the field from from different teams. So I I wouldn't be opposed to that. Uh, And I'm with you. I think Tippo, to me, that's kind of the fascinating thing. Does this game, it's kind of like a basketball game. You know, when you got uh, one team that wants to run and gun and the other team that wants to, you know, run a half-court offense, I kind of get that feel here. And maybe I'm dead wrong, but it it feels like the Red Raiders want to, you know, as you say, snap it 100 times. Mm And, and, and there's no way Baylor wants to get into that tempo. So in, in their in their in their uh, in their offense, you know, get in there. Richard Reese, you had 31 carries last week for 186, I think it was. Do it again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, let's let's have a repeat performance. Pound the football. Mm-hmm. Throw when you want to, not when you have to. Uh, and, and again, take some shots down the field. Let them know that we're you know you got to get them out of the box. And if you just run, 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 then they're going to start, you know, cheating up. So yeah, you got to be able to throw the football, but throw it when you want to early, early in in series, and then take your time, take your time. Now, one of the things that you know, and, and the other thing for me is, and I don't care, they've got to be able to, and I don't think they have this year. They've got to play four quarters. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you go back. Even to the opening night, I don't think that they were crisp and, and clean for four quarters. They, they were just better, you know. 
the Kansas game is a prime example. They came out with their hair on fire in the first two quarters. Absolutely dominated a good Jayhawk football team. They're up Isn't that weird to say a good Jayhawk football team? But they are. They're a good football team. And they were up 28-3, and they had a chance to go up 35-3 to as Before well. Before the half. Yeah. And you do that, you, you may bury the thing. But they didn't. And then Kansas scores 20 unanswered because you were, I don't know, were they lethargic in the third quarter? It just, it wasn't the same. They weren't playing with that edge and, and I, I, they've got to. If they don't in Lubbock, they'll get beat. Yes. Period, paragraph. If they do, I, and I know that you're going to have Saturday night and Jones Day. I, I get all that. But you know what? It was rocking. It was rocking like crazy. In Pro Bowl, they ended up losing in double overtime. And and I don't think they played their best football there either. Uh, they they won in a in a tough place in Ames. And they had an opportunity to win and finish in Morgantown, but they didn't. They've got to finish. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's where they play. Uh, I think they can handle it now. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. We'll find out Saturday night whether the crowd has an effect. And I know that... You know, Mahomes is going to be there, and he's going into the ring of honor and all that stuff. But It's going to be nighttime. Crowd's going to be wound up. But you know what? Once you get into the rhythm of the football game, get into the rhythm and feed off of their crowd. There's a lot of teams that do that. This, to me, is about Baylor playing four quarters Mm -hmm. in all three phases, offense, defense, special teams. Earlier this week, Coach Aranda was asked about the, you know, the – inability to to win on the road and and, and again look they're one and two uh, away from McLean Stadium and and he he basically said hey look I don't think it's it, it, I don't think it's that I think it's us not playing complimentary football for four quarters I think part of the fight for us is to not really you know look at it that way or label it that way I think you know I, I think some of the things that um that were uh, for sure a struggle and for sure a lapse and uh, for sure a um, you know an underachievement in this past game in the third quarter were really kind of the same things that hurt us in at West Virginia, you know. Um, and so one was home, one was away. I think it's I don't think the home and away really has anything to do with it. I think it's things within the the team to where. You know, I'm going to invite hard things so that, um, you know, I'm callous to any circumstance that I'm in and that my standards will override any any of that. And I think we're still working to get to that part. There you go. I mean, he, for him, it's it doesn't it's not about home and away. It's about, you know, doing the things that it takes to finish. And uh, and again, look, if they play. If they play four quarters in Lubbock like they played the first two quarters in Waco against KU, they win the football game. Mm-hmm. I, I, they can go play, you know, they can go play anywhere. Uh, they, they, they can play that game in Abilene. They can play it on, on Valley Mills Drive. I, who cares? If they play like they played the first two quarters, they're going to win the football game. Absolutely. If they don't, they're going to get beat. It's as simple as that. And we've talked about it a million times that, you know, just – from where they're wanting to go, you know, uh, winning that fifth game 
or, or, or dropping back to 500, it's a big psychological swing. It's a one-game swing or, you know, in, in total number of wins, you know, four to five. But it's, I, think, I think there's a psychological feel to it. And, and then, you, you know, not to look ahead, they can't look ahead, but we can. You're going on the road again next week against Oklahoma. And I, I don't know what, what's going on with Oklahoma right now. They're, they're not playing very well. They did get a win a couple of weeks ago, had an open week last week. So, you know, did they get some things fixed? I don't, you know, we're going to find out in a couple, <clears throat> excuse me, we'll find out tomorrow or Saturday rather when they play. But uh, I know this, I don't want to go to, you know, it, Norman's a tough place to play. It just yeah. is. This league, most places in this league, it, it is a tough place to play. That's why it's so stinking hard to, to win on the road and you're playing back-to-back road games. Do you, do you want to come back and get ready for Kansas State on a, on a two-game skid? I don't think so. Uh, so you, you've got to take care of your business, and it begins tomorrow in Lubbock. So it'll be interesting to, to see how this game unfolds. And, and I, honestly, I do want to see how, how this thing goes tempo-wise. And, uh, you know, do they get, do they get, uh, do they get the tempo in, in their favor? With the wide zone, or do they get the, or does Tech get the tempo going in their favor and throw, 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 run, run, run as fast as they possibly can? We're, we're going to find out. All right, uh, seven forty-four. This is uh, game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We'll continue this conversation. We'll welcome in from the uh, Baylor broadcast team, Ricky Thompson. We'll do it next on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Aaron, if I was your professor, try to put yourself back in the days of being 18, 19 years old, would you sign up for one of my classes? Like if I were my age and you were a college student, you think you'd like to be in one of my classes? I would weigh my options. That would be one of them. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Aaron would look around. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. At Texas Truck Love, our prices are so low, they are scary. Just ask our competitors. Texas Truck Love is Waco's only authorized installer of cat skin leather and best in industry, Aaliyah leather, as well as your best source for hard-to-find original manufacturer parts. Unlike the other shops in town where interiors take a backseat to accessories and tent, Texas Truck Love specializes in interiors. They offer a wide variety of services, including OEM seat repair, new leather upholstery, and aftermarket accessories, all at competitive prices. Texas Truck Love is just a Texas two-step away. Located at 4793 South University Park Drive. Check them out at texastrucklove.com or give them a call at 254-313-2946 and ask about their financing options. And remember, Texas Truck Love loves your truck as much as you do. And our prices are so low, they're scary. Just ask our competitors. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment. They're on it, whatever it is. Citizen State Bank is excited about Central Texas high school sports and is glad to be part of so many outstanding communities. 
Citizens has 10 branches to serve you, including Buffalo, Centerville, Clifton, Dawson, Grosbeck, Hubbard, Itasca, Teague, West, and Whitney. If you are one of their valued customers, they say thank you for your business. If you are looking for a bank where you are more than a number, check them out at CitizenStateBankTX.com. Members' children participate in many school activities. This gives Citizen State Bank a vested interest in the lives of these students. They wish all of the student athletes, cheerleaders, and band and drill team members a year of success. Whether you're a bison, tiger, cub, bulldog, goat, jagger, wampus cat, lion, trojan, or wildcat. Know that Citizen State Bank supports and appreciates your hard work. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Hi, Leo Pacheco again for Chevy of West, where truck season has been extended, which means big savings to you when you find new roads to Chevy of West, home of Silverado City or ChevyofWest.com. If you're looking for a certified pre-owned car, truck, or SUV, find new roads to Chevy of West for our biggest savings of 2022. Hi, Leo Pacheco again, and for more, please visit ChevyofWest.com. Chevy of West. Are you in the market to buy or sell a home and need an agency to deliver excellent results? Camille Johnson Realtors is excited to assist you with one of the most important decisions for you and your family. Whether it be residential or farm and ranch properties, Camille and her all-star team of agents are ready to help buyers and sellers through what can be a stressful period in their lives. Enjoy the multiple listings, community and school information, and photos of the area on their website, CamilleJohnson.com. Camille Johnson Realtors is a proud supporter of Baylor Athletics. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The University Trojans scored four first-quarter touchdowns on their way to a 78-7 win over Pflugerville Conley. Tonight in high school football, Arena hosts Troy. Conley goes to Madisonville and Waco High hosts Cleburne. You can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Week 8 of the NFL season got underway last night with the Ravens beating the Buccaneers 27-22. Baylor will be in Lubbock tomorrow night to clash with Texas Tech. Also in the Big 12 tomorrow, TCU is at West Virginia. Iowa State hosts Oklahoma, and Oklahoma State visits Kansas State. The World Series gets underway tonight in Houston. Justin Verlander will be on the mound for the Astros against the Phillies' Aaron Nola. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time to talk football with Ricky Thompson, presented by Alliance Bank. All right, 7.50. Yeah, the thunder rolls. It's rolling in to the heart of Texas this morning. Ricky Thompson, uh, good morning. How are we? You ready for some football? Uh, good morning. Yeah, guys, I'm ready. It, uh, it's going to be fun. Ricky, for, for this Baylor-Texas Tech game, uh, uh, there's a lot of – sidebars, if you will. What's this game come down to for you? Uh, you know what? I think if I had to pick one thing, it would be ID against their offense and making sure that you don't let them pick you apart seven, eight, nine yards at a time going down the field. I think they're really good at that. They hit some deep balls, but I just think their offense is – really productive, really fast. Uh, They've been running the ball pretty well, which sometimes teams that are good in the spread 
their their running games really better than people give credit for or think about. So I think this is a really good offense. You've got a freshman quarterback, and I think you have to make him play like a freshman uh, to win this game. There's a lot of conversation uh, this week about Jones Stadium night game, Pat Mahomes back in town. The Bears have gone to BYU. The Bears have gone to Ames. The Bears have gone to Morgantown. Is the crowd and the noise going to be a factor in the football game? Sure. Uh, Absolutely. It'll be a factor. I think Lubbock's a really tough place to play. It's a tough place to play at night. Uh, Yeah, it'll be a factor. But I think the experience, particularly at BYU and the noise level there, uh, I promise you it won't be louder than that. Uh, I think that's impossible uh, if you look at it pure decibels. So I think they'll be ready for that. I just think this team's got to stop making mistakes. And I think we saw how good they can be last week. I mean, remember, guys, that's, Kansas was a good football team, and you had every chance to have them down 42-3. to three. Uh, And that would have been really a statement game. But you just had a couple of mistakes. You had a drop touchdown right before the half. Then Chapin puts it on the ground and a nine-yard touchdown drive, and it's 28-10 instead of 42-3. So got to stay away from the stakes, particularly on the road. Ricky, do you think the key for this Baylor Bear team, especially offensively, is to slow the, slow the game down, get that run game going, and just keep that fast-paced Texas Tech offense off the field? Well, yeah, I think they would like to do that. That's more our style, and – but to do that, obviously, you got to get the running game going. Uh, you, you can throw the ball along the way just to keep everybody honest. And I don't think – I mean, I'm a huge advocate of going deep two or three times a game, whether it's complete or not, because I think that takes a huge amount of pressure off of the outside passing game. Just with those corners having that thought, I, I better be ready for that or they're going to burn me. But – I think the running game, Richard Reese, gosh, what a what a great season he's had for a true freshman. And if he ever needs that game with 180 yards, it's it's Saturday. <laughs> we just said it. He we, he needs another 31 carries for a buck 86 or whatever it was. Uh, that that would be uh, that'd be a phenomenal thing. I just got to thinking. We've got a wide receiver as our guest talking about running the football. Did you ever think you'd sit on a, on a radio show and talk about we need to run the football? <laughs> no, I probably go need to go through NFL concussion protocol. <laughs> <laughs> so, where, where do you think this football team is, Ricky? You mentioned how they how they got off to the fast start. Is is this about Baylor and Baylor playing four quarters of football? Yeah. I, I do think that. I think this is a team that's much better than their record. They're what four and three mm-hmm. easily could be easily could be six and one. Uh, and uh, you know we say that all the time, but I'm serious in that fact. This team could easily and probably should be six and one, and we'd have a much different approach or thought process going into this game. Uh, I, I think they're pretty good, but I think. What's really hard to soak in for everyone, including me, these these guys are veterans on the defensive front and the offensive front, but nowhere else. Everywhere else, this is a very young, inexperienced football team, and when it's at the skill positions, 
and at quarterback and in the secondary, man, you, you've got a long way to go to get experience. But I will say this, and how many times I heard it in the NFL, after eight or nine games, you're not a rookie anymore, and it's time to play. So uh, we're in game eight, so it's time for these guys to play football. Well, with that in mind and what you have ahead of you, uh, another road game, and with your goals still attainable, do you look at this game Saturday night as a must-win? I don't know. I think late in the season they all are, to tell you the truth. And uh, either for one of two reasons, you're playing to get in the championship game or you're playing for a bowl game and to have a good football season. And honestly, both those are still out there, even at four and three. Uh, if you went out, I think you're probably in the championship game. But uh, that that's a tough road. I think we know that. Uh, we know Oklahoma's not what they have been. And I just I really think if we go beat Tech, I think we'll go beat Oklahoma. And you just mentioned something, and we've talked about it a million times. This, even though it may affect the the view of this conference at the top, but this is a lot of fun to watch this league because there's no freebies. There is no, hey, you're going into this one. This is a win. Get ready for next week. There's no give me's in, in this league this year. No, there's not. And I think with the addition of these other teams coming in and probably some more after that, this is, this is a league that's going to stand a long time and it's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be competitive. And I think it's, Top to bottom, even now, I think it's one of the best leagues in the country. Rick, the uh, the Bears win. Why? Uh, the Bears win because I think they've gained enough experience to cure mistakes, and I think they win without the silly mistakes and turnovers. Hey, Rick, we appreciate it. Have a great call tomorrow with uh, John and JJ, and we uh, we look forward to it. Thanks so much. All right, guys, thanks. Talk to you soon. It's Ricky Thompson from the Baylor Broadcast Team, brought to you by Alliance Bank, Central Texas. 7.57, this is game time. Drive safely on your way to work this morning. Be especially careful in and around our school zones. We are presented by our good friends at Allen Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Let's continue our Baylor conversation. We welcome in the voice of the Bears, John Morris, with today's Baylor Sports Beat program. John? It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Our money is going to recheck Baylor Athletics on the Friday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor Soccer ends the regular season. We'll give you details. Volleyball back home on Sunday. And football headed to Lubbock for a showdown with the Red Raiders. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Looking for an SUV designed for every adventure? We've got exactly what you need at Allen Samuels in Waco. Stop in today to get your new 2022 Wagoneer. Save big on Series 2 and 3 and get the low APR of 2.9% for 72 months. Plus, you receive $3,500 Conquest bonus cash. Plus, first responders receive an extra $500 off. Drive away in the original American premium SUV from Allen Samuels in Waco. Come by. Let's be friends. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears. 
Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Want to be part of the action live when your Baylor Bears football team takes on the Oklahoma Sooners this fall? Visit BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau and register for the chance to win a trip to see Baylor take on Oklahoma in Norman on November 5th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and tickets to the game. Register today at BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau. This exclusive experience is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. Now for a look at what's happening this weekend in Baylor Athletics. Here again is John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor soccer dropped a 1-0 decision to Oklahoma State last night to close the regular season at Betty Lou Mays Field. With the loss, Baylor eliminated from contention for a spot in the Big 12 soccer tournament next week in Round Rock. Baylor Volleyball back home on Sunday, Halloween for the kids prior to the match, a noon start against West Virginia, the match on Big 12 now on ESPN+. Baylor Women's Tennis hosting the Baylor Invite beginning today in Waco, and Baylor Football leaving town today for Lubbock. They'll take on the Texas Tech Red Raiders coming up tomorrow evening, 6.30 kickoff from Jones AT&T Stadium it is a familiar face in first-year Tech head coach Joey McGuire on the opposite sideline. Baylor coach Dave Aranda talked about that dynamic. Yeah, a lot of um, uh, a lot of close friends, I think, to on the staff that are over there, and you know, I think there's for sure there. I think all all of us over here are pulling for those guys and want them to have success and. You know, it's just one of those things where it's just not on Saturday night, you know. And I think I think it does it does also I think it for the team, you know, I I I've talked to the team before where it's like, Hey, we have to be able to, to um go into this and hand, and handle this in um in a in a really good way because, you know, there's players on their team that do not know any of us coaches or much less care about any of ours. Whereas I know for us, we've got some good relationships over there and as, and as important as that is, we have to be able to kind of suspend that to be able to do the work that we got to do, uh, to, to get the outcome that we're desiring here and, and just the, the time frame of the game and your mindset and everything else. And so I think that's, I think that's understood. And, um, you know, it, it'd be great to root for, for tech and their success, you know, just after our game. Dave Aranda and the Bears taking on the Red Raiders tomorrow evening in Lubbock. Our Baylor alumni tailgate show on the air at 4.30 with a 6.30 kickoff here on ESPN Central Texas. Television tomorrow on ESPN2. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. We'll talk to you tomorrow from Lubbock and have more Monday. I'm John Morris. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Time to talk high school football with Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. couple of minutes after 8 o'clock. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Ward with the day off, and we welcome in from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, Greg Tepper. Greg, good morning. How are you? Uh, is it raining in the Metroplex? Yes, it's raining in the Metroplex, and it's going to be raining a lot of places. We've already had We actually had a, a decent number of games, you know, a handful of games get moved to Thursday ahead of these storms because it sounds like it's going to be a weekend where big weather is uh, is, is a factor. And, and what, let me once again state my my political stance here. And I don't mean to get political on your on on your show, but we have the ability to destroy weather 
and we don't do it. And that is because the fat cats in Washington won't let us destroy the sun. We're t- I'm tired of the sun. It, it, it burns me in the summer. I'm very pale. And, 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 and honestly, it's been getting a free pass for too long. Let's blow up the sun. We have the technology. Vote your conscience next week. Vote for the candidates who will blow up the sun. <laughs> I, I really don't know where to go from here. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no, it's a, it's a brave stance, I know. Yeah, it is. I mean, and I think, you know, I, I think you may be out there on this one by yourself, but I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, you might be. It's, in all seriousness, is there is there some games that you go, okay, this team really – is 99.9% about throwing the football, catching it, and this, you know, a driving rainstorm may not be in their favor? Yeah, 100%. I mean, that that's one of the interesting things about, about matchups like this, uh, about weeks like this, is especially when uh, the stakes are very high. Look, there's only two weeks left in the regular season, uh, and so playoff positioning and playoff spots are on the line. Um, and so suddenly what happens when you are thrown into the elements where maybe you, uh, it dictates your game plan. Uh, you know, I look, I'll, I'll give you an example. One of the big games this week is DeSoto and Duncanville, the huge game, top Ooh. 10 matchup in, mm-hmm. in 6A, uh, you know, two teams that don't like each other. This has been a DeSoto team that can run the ball well, but, but functionally a lot of their, a lot of their, their star star making ability. And I think their biggest advantage in this game is their passing attack with DJ Bailey and wide receiver, John T. cook going up against what is an, a good, but not, but I think vulnerable Duncanville uh, secondary. So what happens if this thing, if it's raining, what happens if the ball is wet? What happens if this is more of a ground and pounded affair that would, in my opinion, my opinion, uh, favor Duncanville in that regard. So that is a very interesting dynamic in a lot of ways for a lot of these games that, that the weather could dictate uh, what the pace of the game could dictate uh, kind of the way that this game is is played, uh, kind of the, the the terms of engagement in a lot of ways, and that could favor one team over another. Uh, Greg, one of the top games across the state this week occurred last night in Class 6A. Galena Park North Shore took care of business against Atascacita 16-13 in a very low-scoring game. Did that game turn out the way you expected? Uh, you know, it, it was it was an interesting it's an interesting matchup. I don't know if it turned out the way I expected, but it didn't necessarily surprise me. Any North Shore win at this point doesn't surprise me. Uh, if you don't know, uh, uh, North Shore is without their their starting quarterback. Caleb Bailey has been out for at least the last four weeks. Uh, we don't know when he's going to be back. So they have turned to they've taken a, their star wide receiver David Amador, UCSA commit. They've moved him to wide receiver, or I'm sorry, to quarterback. I watched a, a decent amount of this game on our on our streaming service Texan Live. And uh, this is a, this is now a, I, I went into this game thinking that this was a real referendum on North Shore and especially the North Shore offense. And I, I got to be honest, the North Shore offense does seem fairly limited without without a true quarterback back there. Their best plays were calling kind of quarterback power with David Amador or running zone read. Uh, his throwing ability is is fair, but certainly I would say not uh, what they were look, what they would look look for uh, in in a starting quarterback uh, there's you know there's a reason he's playing wide receiver um but at the same time they go out there and they beat a Tascita, who is the number seven team in the state they go on the road and do it they get a couple of, of, of really big special teams plays uh they, they they win they win the field position battle they win with defense and so i'm i'm kind of stuck in between so north shore is the number one team in our rankings and they went out there and they beat a top 10 team and yet I, a little of me is, is now less inclined to believe that they can go all the way. I don't know, though, because at the same time, 
I think that they have one of the best coaching staffs in America. Uh, John Kay and his staff are unbelievable at what they do, and they they will make chicken salad out of chicken you-know-what. And so <laughs> this is it, – it, it's, it's, a, it's a really I, – I need a lot of time to think through and parse this result because – it is there. There's a lot of a lot of kind of factors going back and forth. That the the eye test offensively was not particularly promising, but at the same time, this is a results oriented business, and we saw them last year win win a state championship in a similar way with kind of with a freshman quarterback. And so, I don't know. It, it, it's an impressive win for North Shore. Absolutely, they're going to finish the regular season ten and zero. Uh, but this, this is, it's, there's just a lot to parse here as far as what exactly this North Shore team is and what their, what their ceiling is at this point. Uh, before we go any further, Greg, I want to go back to last week. Uh, last week, we hyped up last week it, it, with all the great matchups, and rarely do those matchups live up to the hype. But I think last week they really, really did. We had some tremendous football games, outrageous finishes, and a lot of them occurred right here in the heart of Texas. Yeah, week nine, week you know, it's it's always it's always dangerous from 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 my perspective and I imagine from your perspective to tell, tell people, man, this this week's gonna be awesome, guys. This week's gonna be awesome because because then all you're doing is you're paying your hopes on seventeen year old kids to go out there and give you a show, right? Uh, but at the same time, that's what we got last week. Last week was a spectacular uh, display of Texas high school football, and you're right, Central Texas was kind of ground zero uh, for that. You had the Franklin Arena game. Uh, where where Franklin kind of pulls away late uh, to to win the matchup of, of of defending state champions there and um and and you know one thing I'll say about this and, and that I think last week was a perfect encapsulation of why Franklin is so difficult to play and that is that they are a running team right they line up kind of in like a slot T type type affair. Uh, kind of a wing T really, uh, uh, you know, uh, formation and they are a running team, but they're a home run hitting running team. Like it's, it's, it's a bizarre thing. You don't, you only see it a, a handful of times, uh, but because of the athletes they have back there, most notably the Baylor commit Bryson Washington, um, you have to play a perfect defensive game plan for 48 minutes, because if you give them a seam, they are faster than you. And that's what makes them so dangerous. And, and, and uh, you know, in my opinion, number one, now they've got a huge game this week against Cameron Yo, which is also, you know, the, 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 it's not like the road is any easier. And then you had Stephenville and China Spring, the other matchup of defending state champs <laughs> in, in Central Texas, which was uh, one of the silliest endings I think I've ever seen. Uh, it was a, it was, it was just crazy. Absolutely crazy in, in the way that that game came down to the wire, but you also wouldn't expect anything less from two supremely talented ball clubs that it came down to, to you know, the final gun. Um, you know, China Spring gets the win. Uh, I, I, I thought they were the better team for the majority of that game. I also see, I also thought that you saw exactly what makes Stephenville so dangerous is that they will make the one or two key plays. Uh, and they are, they are, they have ice water through their veins. Um, that is, is, is impressive to me. I would, I'll just say this. I'd love to run it back. I'd love to run it back and we might get that opportunity in the playoffs. I'd love to see what, what, how that game plays out on a neutral site. I'd love to see how this game plays out now that both of them have, have tape on one another. Uh, I think, I, I think this, I think the first installment was a classic. I think the second one could be even better if we were to get that opportunity. Along those same lines, uh, let's talk about the West Trojans, David Witter's team. Uh, what a win over Grandview, and uh, they're in the driver's seat to win the district. How close are they 
to Dave Campbell's Texas football top 10? They're 11. I mean, they're 11. That's, uh, that's just okay. The line. Here's, here's, here's our, here's our, our, our kind of thought process is we have Lorena number 10, and they have a head-to-head loss to Lorena. So it's a little hard, and especially because and part of it is that, like, you know, like they're, they're, here's, their, here's their best results this, this year. I, I want to be very clear. It's going to sound like I'm, 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 I'm trashing Wes and David Water. I love that program, and I think that what they did last week was ultra impressive, and I think that they're right on the doorstep of being ranked. They just need kind of one more spot to open up. But if you take a look at their body of work, they have their best result is obviously last week's win over Grandview. Very impressive. I thought what they did last week was was very, very impressive. One of the most impressive wins of the week. Uh, and then their second best result is a loss to Lorena. Like like the, the, one of the things that's weighing them down, in my opinion, is, is that their, their district is just not up to their caliber. And, and so they've kind of been smashing people. Um, they, are, they are on our radar. We did not forget that West exists, I promise. Uh, and, and what we saw last week, I think, was real vintage West in the sense that they dictated the terms of engagement here in the sense that they were saying, no, you're not going to get out and run. Like, we're not going to play some sort of high-powered shootout. Uh, we're going to play the game at our pace. We're going to play with great defense. We're going to take the ball away, uh, and we are going and we're going to we're going to hit you. And then when we get the ball, we're going to grind you down, and we're going to and we're going to win this win this game with with ball control, and we're going to win this game in a lot of ways by just being 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 the more sound team. And that's what they were last week, and I thought that was supremely impressive. So yeah, don't worry, West is firmly on our radar. We like this West team a lot. Uh, we just need one more spot to open up because uh, the head-to-head thing is a little is a little you know strange, especially you know Lorena. Lorena does have have three losses, but those losses are are arguably all better than I mean than you know their losses are, are it's China Spring, Cameron Yeo, and Franklin. Those are three state-ranked teams, one of them in a four A Division One. So it's or so it's it's a little little hard to to throw a team that beat them head-to-head above uh, above them. Greg, we, we, we talked about it at the top of our program this morning, but I, it, let's show a little love to the University Trojans. Uh, Kent Lasseter's team, 0-10 a year ago. They go out and win last night, 78-7 to over Pflugerville Conley. They're in the playoffs, and next week they could play for a district championship. What an incredible turn for uh, the University Trojans. Yeah, um, you know, I don't want to I don't want to show my hand too much here, uh, but I will just tell you this that we have had conversations um in, in the Dave Campbell's Texas football offices about like shortlists, shortlists for, for uh for coaches of the year. And Kent Lasser in the five A ranks is firmly on it. I mean, there's still a lot of football to play, right? But what he's done there to go from 0 and ten and to take over and, and by the way, to take over a program that hadn't had a a winning season since 2003 and then to do, or rather, I'm sorry, I had that wrong, 2009 to do that. And, and then to do what they're doing right now is, is really, really impressive. And, and to do it in the fashion that they're doing, I think what you've seen is, is not only obviously the offense has taken a step forward, but the defense in a lot of ways, I think is better. Now the numbers won't, won't tell you that simply because they've got a couple of games where the defense kind of got torched specifically uh, that game against Copperas Cove, you know, that's a six, a team, right. And then early on, they got into a shootout with fourth Eastern Hills. That's kind of buoying those defensive numbers in a lot of ways. But, but in the end, this is, this is one of the most improved programs in the state hard stop at any level. I mean, it's, 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 it's truly, truly remarkable what has happened there. And, and there, I mean, the number of teams that improve uh, by seven, eight wins 
uh, over the course of one year is a list that does not take long to call roll. And this, this, this university team, um, I mean, this is, this is special what's going on there. It really, really is to get them to this mark. And if they go out next week and they beat Belton, uh, you know, I think they will be slight underdogs, but I think that it's, it's anybody's ball game in that district. Uh, if they go out there and they beat Belton and they earn a share of that district championship. I mean, you talk, you talk about special and you talk about a meteoric rise, uh, and you talk about a superstar coach there in Ken Lasser, what he's done. It's, it is, it is truly remarkable, uh, what's going on there at university. Uh, I think we mentioned this team a little bit last week, but, uh, man, what a show they put on against Salado, and that's the Conley Cadets, and, and now they head to Madisonville tonight to, to play for a district title, and, and it can it can rain sideways, and I don't think the Cadets care because they're going to run the football, and they're going to run it well. So so I, I got a text from a friend who was at the Conley Salado game, and he was on the Salado side, and, and he texted me at halftime. And he goes, hey, do you have any numbers on Kiefer Sibley, uh, the, the running back for Connolly? And I'm, I'm in the middle of, like, my show, and so I don't really, but I'm kind of like – I text a buddy who's, who I think is, 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 uh, is, is at the game where I, I found out on Twitter and I DM somebody and I find out what his numbers were. And I, and I Because he, he told me, he's like, dude, there's something going on uh, here. And, and he Hey, Greg, was, I was uh, there. Exactly, <laughs> I watched it with my oh, own two eyes. <laughs> it was impressive. And, he was exactly right. I, I, I've got to tell you, it's one of the more, wait, what? Like stat lines of the year uh, with, you know, he runs for 400 and was it 26, 420, 426 yards, seven touchdowns and on 14 carries. Like, how do you do that? Um, and, and, and by the, so uh, the way I like to think about that, frankly, is that he got tackled as many times as he scored. <laughs> like he's like, think about that. Um, but he was unbelievable last week. And this is, look there, I mean, I don't need to tell your listeners this, but this is a Connolly team that has weapons galore. I mean, Kobe Black, the guys that they've got all over this field, I think there's a lot of concern about when Trey Weisner, uh, uh, you know, uh, transferred to DeSoto. But, uh, but he, I mean, they have picked up the pace in a big way. And, yeah, now they go to Madisonville tonight, and they have an opportunity to win a district championship, which I know would be a real feather in the cap of this program. Um, and, and yeah, I, I think that this is a, this is a team that, you know, look, looking for their first outright district title since 2019. Uh, and then before that, the last time they had, they've only had two, one district outright district title since 2005. I know that'd mean a lot to them. They take on a Madisonville team that I think is dangerous and they need to make sure that they are, they are wary of, especially on the road is a Madisonville team that can score. They're very, very pointy. But they are also kind of throwing the ball around a little bit, and so does the does the weather impact them a little bit? So interesting matchup there. Uh, but right now, I don't know who's slowing down this freight train for for Connolly. They have been unbelievable offensively. Greg, tell me a little bit about uh, what you got going on with uh, with uh, TexasFootball.com, and also what's coming up tonight on Bally's. Yeah, so a lot a lot on TexasFootball.com, including. Are um, including we've got our playoff projections. So if you are interested in what's going on as far as where things stand and where you think your team is going to play in the in the first second round of the playoffs, we've got playoff projections up on TexasFootball.com. And of course, next week TexasFootball.com/slash/playoffs, we'll have all the brackets, we'll have all the pairings. We're your one-stop shop for everything Texas high school football. And then tonight, yeah, uh, starting at seven o'clock, six hours of live Texas high school football stuff on Valley Sports Southwest. We've got reporters scattered all across the state, including uh, the aforementioned Duncanville and DeSoto. Uh, we're going to be in San Antonio, Bernie Somerset. We're going to be a match 
of Yvonne Beaton's in the DFW Metroplex and Byron Nelson South Lake Carroll, which is really interesting and another game that could be impacted by weather. And, uh, and then we'll be down in, in College Station as well for the, the, the big rivalry game down there between a and Consolidated and College Station. So it figures to be a fun night. Uh, and luckily, I will be in the climate-controlled studio. <laughs> and hope the electricity stays on, right? <laughs> hey, you know what? We, come on. That's a low blow. Right. <laughs> you don't know, a couple of weeks ago, somebody ran down the street. Somebody, somebody like ran into the Transformer. Yeah, and like it like exploded, and like all of a sudden we were on the air, and then like the lights went out in the entire studio. You, your, so your buddy sent me a, a picture of of you guys just kind of hanging out. <laughs> we were all just kind of yeah, we were all just kind of just chilling, just hanging out, you know, waiting for for a word. I'm like, so do we broadcast by candlelight? What do we do here? <laughs> you know, that's, it, you that's know the what they did it in the 1700s. It, it happens when when you're on live. It happens. I mean, that's just you know, it's the way it goes. Hey, Greg, thanks. We appreciate your time as always. Always have fun tonight. All right, take care, guys. We'll see you. Greg Tepper, Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, Managing Editor, 819. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. The West Coaches Show with David Woodard is brought to you by Bush's Chicken, Chevy of West, Citizen State Bank, Sakura Ford, West Feed, and West Rentals. Coach, coming off a 38-21 win over number three Grandview last Friday night, another Great all-around effort from your team. You were able to score on special teams and on defense, and your offense was able to move the ball effectively. You can't ask for much more. You know, we really can't. You know, it was a total team effort. Uh, you know, we were able to you know, create some big plays in the past game and, uh, you know, ran a kickoff back for a touchdown, had interception return for a touchdown. And so, you know, it, it was it was a total team effort. And, uh, kids did a great job. Coaches did an unbelievable job putting together a plan. And, uh, you know, kids executed it and came away with the big district win. Now, your team's been in a lot of big games over the last year and a half, and I think it really showed early on where they showed some real poise. You get a block punt, and then your defense comes up with a big goal line stop, and it was kind of off to the races after that. No, it was huge. You know, we we, we started out three and out, didn't have a really good offensive session, uh, series to start the game, and uh, you know they came in and, and blocked the punt and put a defense in a hole, but, you know, those, those dudes over there on that side ball have made play after play after play, and, uh, you know, it's uh, – a situation that they worked in practice during the week of being able to stop people on, on, on in our goal line set. And, uh, you know, they, they did a great job. And so, um, you know, we're able to turn those guys back four times from inside to five. And uh, plus later we hit a big touchdown pass and, and then, uh, you know, kind of relaxed and settled into the game. Now this week you continue district play tonight against Gateway Academy. Talk a little bit about them, first of all, offensively. You know, offensively they're spread. Uh, they run it a little bit more than they throw it. But, uh, man, they, they've got some guys that can uh, – uh, take it to the house anytime they want. You know, don't always uh, execute things perfectly, but 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 uh, you know their athleticism makes up for a lot of that. And so, uh, you know, it's going to be having to play really good assignment football defense. We make sure we get lined up and uh, you know get eleven dudes to the football and tackle when we get there. ESPN Central Texas. Hi, Leo Pacheco again for Chevy of West, where truck season has been extended, which means big savings to you when you find new roads to Chevy of West, home of Silverado City or ChevyofWest.com. Chevy of West. If you're looking for a certified pre-owned car, truck, or SUV, find new roads to Chevy of West for our biggest savings of 2022. Hi, Leo Pacheco again, and for more, please visit ChevyofWest.com. Citizen State Bank is excited about Central Texas high school sports and is glad to be part of so many outstanding communities. 
Citizens has 10 branches to serve you, including Buffalo, Centerville, Clifton, Dawson, Grosbeck, Hubbard, Itasca, Teague, West, and Whitney. If you are one of their valued customers, they say thank you for your business. If you are looking for a bank where you are more than a number, check them out at CitizenStateBankTX.com. Members' children participate in many school activities. This gives Citizen State Bank a vested interest in the lives of these students. They wish all of the student athletes, cheerleaders, and band and drill team members a year of success. Whether you're a bison, tiger, cub, bulldog, goat, jagger, wampus cat, lion, trojan, or wildcat. Know that Citizen State Bank supports and appreciates your hard work. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Early each morning, as we turn on the lights and heat up the fryers, then prepare the food, the owners of Bush's Chicken are working for you. Our owners are husbands and wives, sisters, and brothers. We are family, and we take joy in our family, serving your family. Before you end your day, we hope you'll stop by. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. The next time you need to rent or buy heavy equipment, remember West Rentals. At West Rentals, you'll find scissor lifts, ditch witch, sky track, storage crates, skid steers, backhoe, power washer, jackhammer, jumping jack, and concrete trowels. Their goal is to meet all your needs from small jobs to large contracts. Locally owned and operated, West Rentals, 226 West Oak Street in West and at westrental.net. This is Eric Sakura at Sakura Family Ford with my favorite cousin, Clint Sakura. Thanks, Eric. You've seen us on our TV commercials over the years, but our dads are always doing the talking. Now it's finally our turn to invite you to come see us for your next vehicle. Wait, hold on, Eric. Do you think there's a reason that we only get to talk on the radio? Uh, probably because the grandkids are cuter on TV. That's true. Take the Sakura exit in West and come see us at Sakura Family Ford where our, our family, family makes the, the difference. difference. Your first word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. Day 24, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Uh, again, we'd love to know where you are going tonight. Do you uh, do you have a high school game that you've got circled and you're saying, yep, this is this is where I'm going to be? Rain, sleet, or snow, I'm going to be there tonight. And uh, if you if you do, let us know about it on the CNC Collision Center text line, 254-662-1660. There are several good games. I'm not sure that there's a great game in high school football this this week in Central Texas. Now, there may be one that turns out to be a great game. Yeah. But when you just look at it on paper right now. Last week set a pretty high bar. Uh, well, you just don't have weeks like that where you have no. games from 1A to 6A that have, you know, that were just – outstanding matchup and we did and they lived up to it i mean just you know just good stuff and again thanks to uh, greg tepper for uh, for being with us. so we've got you covered with high school football tonight we got you covered tomorrow with the the bears and the red raiders that's a 4 30 broadcast 6 30 kick right here on your flagship espn central texas and we'll have you covered for sunday's nfl coverage the the uh, cowboys and the bears you know and, and it's true. There's no question about it that when it comes to pass protection, Ezekiel Elliott is is better than Tony Pollard. I mean, it's that simple. <laughs> Cut and dry. And it's not close. 
No. It's not close. Uh, for whatever reason, Zeke will go get his nose dirty, and he will he will protect protect like crazy for Dak. Uh, but you know, you have this perception when you look at Zeke, and then when you look at Pollard, and you go, Zeke's that real physical football player. Pollard's the kind of shifty run, you know, run downhill guy. You know, when he gets to the second level, he's gone. And all. but when here, check this out far as far as numbers are concerned. Ezekiel Elliott is 12th in the NFL with 304 yards with yards after contact. He's 12th. You realize Tony Pollard's 13th? I, I wouldn't have guessed that at all. <laughs> He's 13th in the NFL with yards after contact. Uh, 13 yards behind Ezekiel Elliott with 291. 13th. I mean, so to say that it – that Pollard won't go between the tackles, that he's not as, as effective between the tackles that he needs to get to the outside, run speed sweeps, that's baloney. He he, he can go up in there. Mm-hmm. He does go up in there. Yeah, that's like You said earlier, that's all he did last week. Oh, yeah. Last week it was, you know, he was a between-the-tackle guy. And when they did run to the edge, they couldn't outrun the defense of Detroit. Nope. But when they ran right at them, they were very, very effective. And, yes, the difference between Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott, when he gets to the second level, Pollard's got another gear. He just does. And from that perspective, I like Tony Pollard. But the problem you have is if he's in the game and you need him to chip or to just flat-out pass protect, he just hasn't been effective. No. Can he do it? I don't know. I mean, he has not shown that he is willing to do it <laughs> or very effective when he does it. That's where Zeke is just a he's just phenomenal at it. I mean, he he keeps quarterback standing. I mean, he and, and he's not afraid to go go get dirty doing it. So, uh it it's interesting. Now, Zeke's uh you know, he's nursing the 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 knee. I I don't think he plays Sunday against the Bears, do you? No. I don't, I, especially with a bye week going into next week. I'd say just let them sit, have them two weeks to rest up for their when they come out of the bye. But Zeke's not ruling Zeke out. Um, uh, you know, I, I don't know right now. We still got a lot of a lot of time uh, before Sunday, but you know, just right now, I'm just focused on you know getting getting the thing as, getting this knee as, as healthy as I can. Um, I think it's a consideration, but uh, I mean, it just all depends on how I feel. You know, by the end of the week going into the game. Uh, I think it's just mentality. Um, you know, I just I, I believe you know my team needs me out there. I think uh, the pain is is temporary, uh, and uh, I, need, I need to be out there with my guys. So uh, that's the priority. Um, so I mean, if, I'm, if, I, if I can be out there, shit, why not? I'm not gonna take take a game off because I don't feel 100. Uh, percent I mean, I think that's soft. And, and that's not him talking to the media. That's him being honest. Yep. I mean, look, if he can go. And if they'll let him go, he's going to oh, go. No doubt. If you don't want him to play, you better hide his helmet. Seriously. Yeah. You better hide his helmet if you don't want him out there. Because I, I if he can go, he's I mean, he's gonna he's gonna give it a go. Now, and I'm with you. You got an open date coming up. Go play this one with Pollard and 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 let it go at that and go beat the Bears and Get yourself to six and two, and take the break, and get him healthy for the uh, for the stretch run. So we'll see. We'll talk more about that coming up in a couple of minutes. We'll do it with uh, Kyle Yeomans from the uh, Dallas Cowboys broadcast team. That'll be coming up here in just a couple of minutes. We've got it's sprinkling here at the studios. 
okay, so we're starting to gather two of everything for that ark that we're building. <laughs> we've got we've got rain coming this morning, uh, and it's going to do it all day. Go, so get ready. All right, uh, we are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend of the car business, and we are brought to you by Pioneer Steel and Pipe, where they've got the new location coming soon out on Loop 340 next door to Busby Feed and Seed. Uh, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been in business and serving Central Texans since 1943. They offer the best in custom metal buildings, residential metal roofing, hay and equipment barns. They can also uh, deliver all sizes of pipe from one half inch up to 24 inches. Look, if you're getting ready to uh, build that new deer stand or, or maybe an ornamental iron job and you need some help, well, they can help you there as well. If uh, if you got a new barn dominium coming into play and you're saying, well, you know what? I know what I want, but I don't know how to, to get there with it and you need a contractor, well, check out the folks at Pioneer Steel and Pipe, and they're going to help you locate the uh, the contractor that best suits your needs. You see, uh, if you're building that metal building or a barn dominium, uh, they can help you get started with uh, one of the uh, finest contractors for that project. They're, they've got uh, their location down in Bryan, and they're also still going strong at 913 South Loop Drive in Orchard Lane. They deliver and they unload one of the great services that they provide at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They're open Monday through Friday from 730 until 5. They'll be open tomorrow from 8 until noon. And, of course, you can check them out 24-7 at Pioneer Boys. Com. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2022. And in motion, Lamb under center rush, handoff, Elliott, big hole. Only heard here. To the five, touch left for the pylon. All season. Walk the dog. Touchdown, Ezekiel Elliott. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Chicago Bears. Live from AT&T Stadium. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Bears, Sunday morning at 11 on ESPN Central Texas. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. I'm Amy Hunter, president of Jeff Hunter Toyota. With our state-of-the-art service and body shop, there's no need to go anywhere else. Our factory-trained technicians will take great care of you. I guarantee it. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. Baylor football, Cowboy football, Waco football, Central Texas football, ESPN, Central Texas. Hi, Waco. Brian Reese, General Manager, Harley-Davidson of Waco here again. The weather's a little bit cooler. It's definitely riding season, and we want to celebrate the month of October with our Biketoberfest raffle. Anyone coming into the store this month that purchases a new or pre-owned motorcycle can win up to a $2,000 gift card at our Biketoberfest raffle Saturday, the 29th of October. We're going to have food, beer, best Halloween. Halloween costume contest with up to a thousand dollar gift card and plenty of goodies for the kiddos. So come see us this month at Harley Davidson of Waco. 
The Lorena Athletic Association meets the first Monday of each month and they invite all supporters of the Leopards and Lady Leopards to become members and attend the meetings. Each year, all volunteer Lorena Athletic Association awards college scholarships to deserving Lorena ISD graduating senior student athletes. They also provide needed items each year from the high school and junior high coaches wishes list. The Lorena Athletic Association is seeking volunteers to work concession stands at home sporting events. Call Lorena High School for more information or check them out on Facebook. This is Greg Hill, General Manager of Mission Golf Cars, the nation's number one easy-go golf car dealer. We are proud to announce the opening of our newest store in Waco, Texas, offering the full line of easy-go and Cushman vehicles for the golf course, the neighborhood, the beach, the farm, and industry. Mission Golf Cars has the knowledge and experience to handle all of your golf car needs from sales and service to leasing and rentals. But our true expertise is in our commitment to our customers' experience. Mission Golf Cars, now open at Bagby and Highway 6. Stop in today for a test drive or check us out at missiongolfcars.com. Game time is brought to you by Big Boy record service good feet and texas truck love all right 8 35 game time here on a uh, on a wet friday morning yeah we <laughs> we've got rain falling in the heart of texas and let's let's be honest i know it's game day and all that good stuff but we desperately need the uh, precipitation. So there you go. All right. Uh, let's continue our Cowboy conversation this morning. And we welcome in from the uh, broadcast team, Kyle Yeomans. Kyle, good morning. How are we on a football Friday? You know, it's great. And, and I like what you said there because we, we desperately need the rain. I'm, I'm sure everybody around Central Texas understands that as well. And then, uh, But it's also football weather. I mean, these are the types of conditions and the type of elements that decide seasons and decide contests. This is what Ward White loves to talk about is this football weather, this grungy, downright cold, wet Friday. That's what things get really interesting. Hey, what do you think about a guy that has a Friday night off because his high school coverage is his team is on an open date. His Saturday Mm -hmm. college team has an open date. And all of a sudden he says, oh, I need to take the day off. So Ward is having a three-day weekend. How about that one? Okay, uh, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to tell you exactly what I thought. What, what first word popped in my head, and it was smart. <laughs> Get out of there. I, I'm going to do the same thing in the open date next week, but here's the, here's the kicker. I've got a Thursday and a Friday high school game, and then I've got a Saturday college game, and then I've got a Sunday, I think, volleyball match. I haven't even looked that far ahead that I'm calling, so – I get my bye week from the facility. So guess what? On Thursday, I'm out of there. I'm not even going to go to the facility. And then on Thursday and Friday, I guess I'll just show up and and call the football games. But, uh, yeah, no, Ward, take the time off. It's the middle of football season. You know how crazy things get. Well, he he has, and he is, and he's gone. And so (laughs) there we go. All right. He's on the beach somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Where are we with Zeke? I mean, it's a little confusing on his status, at least from the outside looking in. Yeah, there are conflicting reports, and and it really doesn't help whenever you've got Zeke himself talking to the media and he's saying that, hey, I'm 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 trying to get ready to play. I'm going to be ready to play. Things of the sort, just working into uh, into the week of, of preparation, and the fact that he even talked to the media. Uh, should be the the first sign is that hey the the coaching staff or the PR department they think he has an opportunity to play because if he had no chance to play then he wouldn't even be made available to talk and he did so earlier this week so I think that's the first good sign for Cowboys Nation the second one is 
by this point in the week, even if you're dealing with a little bit of an injury, I, I still think there's an opportunity uh, for him to play without having seen any practice. These next two days, these next two injury reports are going to be very important. You won't get one on Saturday, uh, but if he practices on Saturday, I think they're going to feel really good about him and, and his availability going into Sunday uh, against the Bears. But I would say right now it is a sub- questionable. I would lean on the side that I think he is playing if I had to, to, to really put it pen to paper. And I mentioned this just a couple of minutes ago on the air, uh, and I find it a, a interesting statistic because of our perceptions. Uh, we perceive that uh, that Zeke is the big physical guy, and, and Pollard is the the shifty, speedy guy, and the guy that gets to the second level and you know goes to fifth gear and all that stuff. And a lot of that is true, but the stat that I'm looking at has has Zeke as twelfth in the in the NFL in, in yards after contact, and Pollard 13th, 13 yards behind him. So, I mean, and, and, you know, Pollard does not mind going between the tackles, and last week he was huge between the tackles. Yeah. No, I think that's really a testament to both of those guys and what they've built as a one-two punch and what they've built as a run-first offense and a team that is set up by the ground game. I, I think they've taken a chip on their shoulder this year Speaking of Zeke more specifically, to, to go into this season and provide production. And Zeke has been great. When he is healthy, he has been so good. And even though he's not the explosive, break an 80-yard run, break a 60-yard run, Ezekiel Elliott that we've seen in the past, he has done exactly what he's needed to do in pass protection, uh, in the receiving game, and then especially downhill through the tackles and just wearing through a defense. I feel like Cowboys Nation is probably tired of hearing of the, the one-two punch analogy where you, one guy is wearing him down, he's the hammer, and then the next guy is that fastball, and he's Tony Pollard, and he's breaking through for, for long games. But that's exactly what they want. That's exactly what the Cowboys are trying to do with both Zeke and Pollard. And if they get some yards after the catch, great. That, that just means that those guys individually are executing the way that you anticipate, and, and you can see that on the stat sheet. One of the things that we did talk about that does separate these guys, and it does, in, in my opinion, is Zeke's ability to stay in there and go get dirty in pass protection. Sure. Yeah, he's one of the best, if not the best, running back in the NFL uh, in terms of pass protection. Uh, he is such an asset whenever you do have to go into a max protect situation, um, and then and you need that extra blocker. You need that extra protection uh, for for Dak or, or Cooper Rush or whoever has been in there those last couple of weeks, because usually if you're running a max protect up front with your tight ends and your running backs, you only get two wide receivers running routes. That's it. You've got eight people blocking two receivers running routes, and and that makes things so much easier for a secondary to to make a play. That you wonder why you haven't tried the deep ball a ton, or you haven't really seeing CeeDee Lamb stretch the field as, as your number one wide receiver, why Michael Gallup hasn't made a ton of impact in his first few games back, it's because you're having the max protect to help give time for Cooper Rush or Dak Prescott to throw the football, and then whenever they do so, that means Ezekiel Elliott's in the backfield, pass protecting, getting dirty, getting underneath blockers or, or rushers and, and, and laying down a block. So he's incredible at it. The, the scheme calls for it at, from time to time. And whenever they've called his number, he has converted. 
Now, Kyle, looking at Dak Prescott here, I think it's safe to say that last week's game was pretty much used to try to knock a little bit of the rust off from missing all those games. How significant of a step forward, in your opinion, do you feel that Dak takes this week against the Bears? Well, I think the Bears' secondary is certainly susceptible to giving up some big plays. So I think Dallas has more big plays this week than they have against any team really all season long. The the thing about last week for Dak Prescott is is he only had six incompletions. He went 19 of 25 passing for 207 yards in, in the touchdown. Of course, he didn't throw an interception. So even though you were you were knocking off the rust, and, and you're not the only one that has called it that, and, and I've seen it too, even out of those six incompletions, he made throws uh, or he missed throws that he has made consistently in the past. Uh, so I think there was a, a, an element of knocking off the rust. But if you're knocking off the rust and you're only throwing 16 completions, yeah. then I think uh, I'll take that every single day of the week. Uh, the added element to it is they just didn't ask him to do too much. They didn't ask him to throw the football 40 times. They didn't ask him to roll out of the pocket and make a throw on the run quite often. They, he only had a couple of occasions where he did just that, and he was able to do so quite well. Uh, if they go into this week without Ezekiel Elliott, I think he will be asked to do a little bit more. So I think the stat line will look a little better for Dak Prescott. He could certainly throw you back into football games or throw you ahead at times as well. Uh, so if there's no Zeke, they may not be able to run physically like they have in the past with Pollard and, and Malik Davis at, as the guys toting the rock. So it could change a little bit this week, but I think it really starts with the Bears secondary. Did the game plan look different last week in your opinion with with Dak back and do you think it looks different this week as he continues to to get back into the rhythm of things I think it started to look different in that first half uh, there were a couple times when you're you're calling pass plays on short yardage situations and you're having Dak Prescott roll out and throw on the run and uh, things of the sort that it, you just didn't have whenever Rush was the one leading the offense uh, but then you got back to what you could, uh, what you knew worked in that second half, and that was run the football, run the football, set up the play action, and then open up your receivers whenever this box starts getting filled up in the middle. Uh, that's what happened in that second half. This is a run-first offense. They've seen it, and I think Kellen Moore maybe got a little pass-happy early in that game uh, last week, and then uh, he turned it around. I think Mike McCarthy prob probably said, hey, look at these numbers, look at these analytics. This is showing that maybe you're getting a little bit too antsy on the pass. Uh, let's try and get it back on the ground, and the Cowboys were able to do so, and they were able to execute in doing so. And then the second part of your question uh, about this week, I think the only reason it would be slightly different than the second half against Detroit would be if Zeke is not available. Then maybe you, you try and do something a little bit different. Nothing crazy. Uh, you don't want to go too far out of your identity. Uh, but if you really needed to switch things up, I think that's where it would start. Uh, Chicago at three and four. Your your just overall uh, view of of the Bears coming into uh, to AT and T on Sunday. Well, they know how to run the football. That's the biggest thing. They're the number one rushing offense in the league right now. They just came off of a game against New England on Monday Night Football, uh, where they ran for two hundred and thirty plus yards. They they have the ability to tote the rock and they. Dallas does. They've got David Montgomery. He's your, your bludgeoning force. He's your hammer in the middle. That's not going to break a big run, but he will go one after the other after the other at your bell cow back uh, and, and work down a defense. 
And then you've got Khalil Herbert, who leads the NFL in six and a half yards per carry. He's been fantastic as that one-two punch. And there's been times when Montgomery's been banged up and Herbert has jumped in, uh, and, and he has done a really nice job in doing so. I expect them to just run the football consistently against the Cowboys because they can't throw it very well either. They're averaging under 185 yards per game through the air with Justin Fields at quarterback. He's still electric. He's still a weapon. And, and you got to be careful and respect what Justin Fields can do. Uh, but this offense is based solely on the run, whereas opposed to the Cowboys offense, it's a team that, uh, that is run first. And then as for the defense, I think the Cowboys can have their way with this defense. They force a ton of turnovers. They're one of the best teams in the NFL at forcing turnovers. The Bears defense are. Uh, but if they can't do that, they're going to give up some big chunk yardage, and, and the Cowboys are going to be able to work down the field. Kyle, where can we find you uh, this weekend uh, with your Cowboy coverage? Yeah, we've got pregame starting at 11 a.m. Central Time on DallasCowboys.com at TXA21, and then we'll have uh, postgame shows. The first word presented by Dr. Pepper, then Cowboys OT and Cowboys game night. And then if you want to keep up with us throughout the week, Talking Cowboys is on Monday through Friday. We've got a, a podcast coming up at 9 a.m. today to kind of preview the game and get you ready for Sunday. But other than that, uh, of course, stay tuned to your friends over at ESPN Central Texas. That's, that's what really matters, right, Tom? There you go. Hey, Kyle, thanks. Uh, be safe this weekend. Have fun. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right, guys. Thanks for having me. Talk to you soon. Mm -hmm. Kyle Yeomans with the uh, Dallas Cowboys uh, television and radio and wherever else you may find Kyle. You can find him online as well. 847, this is this is ESPN Central Texas presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. The Robinson Coaches Show, brought to you by Brazos Golf and Battery Center, Frontier Waste Solutions, Rocket Cafe, and Triple S Sports. Coming off the bye week last week, talk a little bit about how that went and some things that you feel your team got accomplished. You know, at this point, when you come off the bye week this late, it's like a, it almost seems like it's never going to get there at one point. But uh, it was good for us in a sense to be able to kind of recharge the batteries, get our legs back under us. Uh, some kids have been pretty banged up or have been out, be able to get them going again. Um, just just being able to concentrate on us, the, you know, the focus on us that whole bye week was, um, was really taking care of the little things because, We've done some good stuff throughout the season, and we just managed to shoot ourselves in the foot at the different times. So we really concentrate on us, uh, finding finding where our deficiencies were within each group and being able to build those up into strengths going into this stretch run here. Now you continue district play tonight against Gatesfield. Talk a little bit about this Gatesfield team. They are very similar to y'all on both sides of the ball. Yeah, man, really scrappy team. They do a really good job over there. They uh, – they're where they're supposed to be when they're supposed to be there. It's kind of funny. We're a, we're a little bit different defensively, you know, and um, no one really runs uh, our defense to a T. They'll use it in packages, but Gatesville actually runs a very, very, very similar defense tires. You know, you see a little bit more of um, what we see with the three safety look and being able to move those guys around it. It really presents um, some looks to you that show you one thing pre-snap and all of a sudden it's completely different post. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy we run that defense because we get to see it a little more often because it's really, really tough uh, if you if you don't know what's coming with it or, or how those fits kind of work there. But they do a really good job with it, really really physical, really fast team that likes to – when I say fast, I mean they like to they like to get to the ball. And um, they do a really good job with it. Offensively, very similar to it, like you just said. They'll do a lot of the same type of things that we do. Um you know, pretty balanced, but they like to throw it a little bit. And they, they got some good guys out there to get it to when they do and got a 
got a really solid running back, tough little quarterback back there. So they've got a good squad. ESPN Central Texas. Great food and a hometown atmosphere is what customers love about Rocket Cafe. Popular breakfast choices are the Hungry Man Special. Two pancakes, two eggs, bacon, and hash browns. And the Rocket Breakfast Burritos, sausage, bacon, eggs, cheese, and potatoes. And daily lunch specials include free dessert. And check out the Rocket Burgers with their one-third pound fresh, never-frozen patties. Rocket Cafe is only open Friday nights for home games, and that night features their famous all-you-can-eat catfish special. A Robinson tradition, Rocket Cafe. Make your trash disappear. Call your friends at Frontier. Frontier Waste Solutions is a locally owned and operated waste management company. We are Texas-based and Texas-proud. Frontier Waste offers roll-off dumpster rentals, commercial waste disposal, and residential garbage collection. At Frontier Waste, we will pick up your trash. Our equipment is well-maintained, and we have a great culture here where employees are taken care of, too. Call me for your municipal, commercial, and construction dumpster quotes today. Sabrina with Frontier, 254-855-6683. Or on our website, FrontierWaste.com. Brazos Golf and Battery is locally owned battery sales specialist in Robinson. They carry new and refurbished auto, commercial, lawnmower, marine, RV, and power sport batteries. And at better prices than any of the national chains. Need your battery check? Visit Tommy. He'll do it for free. They also carry new and used golf carts, cart accessories, and do custom golf carts. Shop local. Brazos Golf and Battery on Highway 77 in Robinson. Look them up on Facebook or Google Brazos Golf and Battery. Triple S Sports is your one stop for all your baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from names that you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about league and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplesports.com. Play ball. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service in Robinson. Good feed in the Central Texas Marketplace and Texas Truck Love of Waco. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we want to say thanks to uh, to our friends at Big Boys and Good Feed and Texas Truck Club. Thanks so much for being a part of the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Bears and the Red Raiders coming up tomorrow night from Jones Stadium, and man, it's going to be fun. Six thirty for the uh, kickoff, but our coverage will begin at uh, four thirty. Derek and and everybody will be uh, part of the uh, part of the pregame beginning at four thirty, and then at six thirty, it's John JJ. And Ricky with the call should be a lot of fun. Uh, you know, there's there's a million storylines, and 
and, uh, you know, the scouting reports and what Dave Aranda thinks of Joy McGuire's team and what Joy McGuire thinks of, of uh, Dave Aranda's team. And speaking of which, Joy McGuire talks about the Baylor quarterback and running back situation. Uh, Shapin uh, reminds me a lot of Barron. Uh, they can get the ball out at different angles. He's got a quick release. Um, he, he, you know, was a baseball football player when we recruited him. Um, and then their freshman running back, Richard Reese, is having a phenomenal year. Um, you know, and expected that. I mean, he's a real speedster. He hits a hole really hard with what they do with a wide zone. I mean, he does a great job and played really well last week. You know, and this is a series that's interesting. I know you can go back to, what, the 90s last time Baylor won in Lubbock. But f- don't forget, they played several years where it was a neutral site. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they were playing at the Cotton Bowl. Then they moved it over to AT&T Stadium. And none of these guys that are on either roster have been a part of playing a game at Jones Stadium. So I, so for me, this this comes down to, and again, I'm going to be fascinated to see how, how it goes with tempo. Uh, are the Bears able to, with with their offense and with their defense, able to control the tempo? Or is Tech going to get the game pace in their favor? And look, if Richard Reese and or a combination of Richard Reese and Quaylen Jones if they run it 30 times, I think they won the football game because that tells me that the wide zone and the run game is working very effectively and they're controlling tempo mm-hmm. and they're very positive with, with their runs. And, you know, look, if, if you can do that, control the line of scrimmage, control, you know, how those long sustained drives, then and Tech's offense is standing on the sideline waiting, then that's how you win the football game. And as Ricky Thompson said earlier, that's their goal every single game. But I think it's even more essential in this one just because of the tempo that Texas Tech wants to run here. I mean, Joey McGuire himself said they want to run 100-plus plays and just keep their offense on the field at a high-octane pace. So it'll be exciting to see how the Bears combat that. Yeah, I mean, and again, it, it it's, you know, the, the you know, he had 31 carries for 186 yards and and – they had some time-consuming drives, and that's that's kind of what you're looking for. Now, you know, how Baylor goes about doing that, I don't know. Do they maybe throw it a little bit early to kind of to kind of loosen that thing up and, and show that, hey, we will throw it? Uh, you can't pack the box on us. I don't know. I mean, that, that's, the, that's the chess match that goes into all of this. But if they can run the football effectively and, and, and keep that octane air raid offense – on the sideline, then then look, I I think they can go to Lubbock and win the football game, and they got to play for four quarters, mm-hmm. period. If they don't, I don't care what they do, they're not going to win the football game. They got to play for four quarters. So uh, it should be fun to watch. It should be, and and again, this is a great conference, and you never know from week to week what's going to happen in this league, and that's. That's what I like about it, so it should be a lot of fun. All right, uh, John's coming up at 3 this afternoon. Matt Mosley's at 4, and we are right back with you uh, on Monday morning at 7 a.m. Have yourself a great day. Enjoy high school football tonight, and we'll see you Monday. The Valley Mills Coaches Show with Bob Featherston is brought to you by Bar None Country Store and Steve Owens, Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. Coach, coming off a 31-14 loss to Rosebud Lot last Friday night in district play this Friday, you continue district play at Bosqueville. Talk a little bit about this Bosqueville team. Offensively, they run the spread. Are they a true spread, or do they like to run the ball out of that formation? 
uh, you know, Bosqueville is, uh, you know, they, they are about 50-50. I mean, they're going to run and throw it. You know, they're pretty pretty balanced. They've gotten better and better all year uh, with some young kids that are just, just you know, getting confidence. So it's going to be a it's gonna be a pretty good offense to, to try to defend. Defensively for them, they like to keep a lot of people close to the line of scrimmage, bring a lot of pressure and play a lot of man. What kind of challenge does that bring for your offense? You know, that's always tough. It's, you know, they're going to make sure that uh, they have, you know, an extra guy in the box. So um, it makes it tough. You know, to make sure that you get everybody blocked and, and uh, you know, play on blocks, and then you got to get open. You know, receivers got to win battles one-on-one, and quarterbacks got to get the ball to them. So it's, uh, it ought to be a tough, you know, a tough challenge, but it ought to be fun. ESPN Central Texas.